They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Man is Wrestling podcast. My name is Ron Pashry, your host. I'm here with Mr. Sexy Punakana, then now forever, CK Joe Rodermill. Ruined CK with a golden thumb. <laughs> I'm here with Mr. Wednesday Night Live, the voice that runs the place, the European champion, hailing from Zurich, Switzerland, Alo Aaron Lloyd. Welcome back for another week, Alo. Thank you. <laughs> This week we have the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, SmackDown spe- specific. This pay-per-view came up on us real quick after the Royal Rumble. I real almost quick. forgot. Real that's quick. A, that's an understatement. It's <laughs> yeah. an understatement. I didn't even know. Right. It's this Sunday. Yeah. Not much of a build to it. Do you like that there's not much of a build to it, Alo? No. Joe? Not at all. You, you need don't to like bu- it at all. You need well, to build. No, well, the good thing about this is it's only you, you get it once a week. And they're forced to speed it up. You you actually have to have like everything matter within ten days. Yeah, essentially. And you don't feel like enough matters. Yeah. No, no. I, I, they do a good job. I just wish there was actually another week. Yeah, that would have been nice. Um, we might as well start right off with the main event, the actual elimination chamber, where John Cena defends his WWE championship. Yes, against AJ Styles, The Miz, Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, and Bray Wyatt. Um, the whole match was basically set up in the opening segment. Daniel Bryan comes out uh, in Seattle. He mentions, you know, when I was here last year, almost I think it was almost exactly a year to close the day. to it. Yeah. They blew up in that stadium for him too. Yeah, they uh, did. They were just <laughs> electric. Yeah, it really was. Um, the Miz, perfect guy to come out first, <laughs> and just starts roasting Daniel Bryan. You can't wrestle anymore. Uh, what, what did he say? Stick to what you can do, which was what I don't remember what he said. He can do still. I think he said talk. Maybe that is what he said. Um, Corbin comes out, well, rips you, the Miz you, for talking too much. Well, you didn't get Brian's one joke. You can't wrestle, but I didn't stop him yeah. coming here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if Eric was here, he would have definitely interjected that. He would have jumped on into me that. immediately. Yeah, that he said. Well, my, that. my best friend lives through me. Yeah, <laughs> he does. <So. laughs> uh, Corbin comes out and rips the Miz for talking too much, much like. Uh, Eric's son Troy always does. He said that's all he does is talk. Miz try to pitch a teaming of him and Corbin. Mm-hmm. Saying, like, I'm the brains, you're the brawn, basically. Um, Dean Ambrose comes out, uh, says we're going to be making a lot of deci- bad decisions in this elimination chamber. You, some of you boys might not be walking out at all. Followed by AJ Styles, who ultimately says, like... What is this? Basically, he kind of threw the the whole alternate facts thing out there, <laughs> of like all of a sudden the Miz has a brain, all of a sudden Corbin is a champion, Dean Ambrose being behind bars. Maybe that is true. Maybe it's not. There's no way to know. But ultimately, says at one time or another, I beat yeah, all they, three. Yeah, they had the facts. I beat you. I beat you, and I beat you. Mm-hmm. Uh, to huge AJ Styles chance, which actually seemed to throw him off. I don't know if he was thrown off by the chance. I don't know if he was surprised by it. I don't know if he didn't like it. Probably surprised because he's the heel. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I think it was chance. unexpected, but I didn't think it threw him off. He was just like, "All right, whatever." Yeah, I felt like he was thrown off by, it. and then the Miz obviously jumped in. But Daniel Bryan books a fatal four way to start right now between the four guys in the ring. Uh, Joey, what did you think of the fatal four way match? <laughs> Thought it was pretty good. 
Why did you I, laugh? I, I enjoyed it. Why did you laugh first? That's such an interesting immediate reaction. I laughed. I laughed first because I, I, I thought we were going to Elimination Chamber. Now we're all the way into SmackDown, so I kind of just kind of gauging where we're at. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about each segment as we go. Oh, uh, yeah. And this, then predictions. This, it just struck me as funny. It tickled my fancy a little. Yeah, okay. So the Fatal 4-Way you enjoyed? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really solid match. These, these four guys... Really brought a lot to the table for an opening match, and the opening segment got me engaged in the Elimination Chamber. It's a good way to build for Sunday's pay-per-view. Yeah, what did you think of AJ taking the pinfall? I wasn't a fan because I'm kind of you know, kind of an AJ Mark, if if you haven't noticed. <laughs> but it is a way to kind of build up Corbin, so like I'm not overly concerned about it. Yeah, Halo. Bro, I, I got a I got a shout out Baron Corbin for addressing getting destroyed last week on commentary yeah. about a Miz. He, he had to acknowledge that. Wait, he didn't admit that he got destroyed, <laughs> he, but he kind of did. Yeah, because <laughs> you gotta admit that because he got destroyed. So that, that that was the first thing. I thought it was, it was a fun fatal four. But better than anything, we'll get on Raw from a fatal four way. Um, I think the right guy won because Baron Corbin. He's like. The lower level of all these guys. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin has never been there. All these other three guys have been there. And being AJ, I think that was a big deal because AJ was the last champion, last champion in the company. So for Baron Corbin to get the, get the win and on AJ Styles, that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so you liked that he pinned AJ for yeah. that reason. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. I just felt like it should have been somebody other than AJ. But I do think it's good to... AJ could rebound for something like that more than some of these other... Yeah, it wasn't like a clean finish. He he walked right into a an end of days. Which is an awesome move. Uh, Yeah, some people love it, some people hate it. I'm a fan. I th- some people like the Deep Six better. Who the hate is? The Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather of the podcast. <laughs> he says it's basically like he's, he's rock-bottoming himself. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Um, the the running drop kick by the Miz in the corner into the deep six, I, I think, might have been my favorite yeah. spot of the match, because he's going from mocking Daniel Bryan into catching the deep six. Um, phenomenal forearm to the Miz. Maurice pulls the Miz out. That's how he ends up walking into the the uh, end of days. I did like the match. Like I said, my only nitpick was AJ taking the pin, but there was at least something to gain from. Like yeah. someone benefited from. Yeah, Baron Corbin because he needed that because he's, yeah. he's the like the, the um he's the outcast in this match. Yeah, a lone man on the it makes yeah. him believable as uh, right. being able to come out of this match with a victory. Yeah, mm-hmm. which which was which was perfect. Yeah, and that ref just that ref, that ref made the list because he <laughs> he got hit he got hit or, no that was on oh that was in Orton Cena's match we'll mm-hmm. get to that. Yeah, we can get to that right now. Uh, we have Orton and Luke Harper, who are also... Well, wait a minute, no. Neither one of them are in this match. So I guess we could just go to Orton Cena first. Yeah. Main event of the evening. Did they say that was the first time they ever faced each other on SmackDown? Yeah, it was. Um, what did you think of this match, Alo? It was a good SmackDown match, especially, especially for TV. And they actually hyped it up. Like, this was actually the first... Out of the million times they two faced each other, it's the first time on SmackDown Live. So, it was a really good match. Really entertaining match, back and forth match. So, it's clear we're not getting this at WrestleMania now, so they gave it to us on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I thought the match was great. I thought they inter- they put the, the Bray Wyatt situation outside because Bray Wyatt is in that title match. So, I thought it was perfect for him sitting on the outside. Mm-hmm. And they also interacted with Luke Harper, so that's two storylines that, that are um, intertwined in that one match. Yeah, 
Joseph? I thought it was a solid match. Um, I enjoyed it. You like Orton more than both of us. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm an Orton fan. I'm kind of happy to see him being more involved in the uh, main storylines there. Uh, like he said, I thought it was going to be maybe something, a pay-per-view match down the road. He was saying Mania. I wasn't thinking Mania, but it's a really good uh, SmackDown match. It's closer, and like he said, it involved a lot of storylines, so it's, 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 it's good work from SmackDown here. So you're happy that Orton is in a much more prominent position than he was when we started doing this show a little over a year ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you see Randy getting another title reign? No, no, I don't. So you think he gets the title shot, but he won't get the title reign? Yeah, I think they're just going to use him for for what he's worth, and I don't think I don't think personally he'll get a title shot, but I could be wrong. I did like that they said there were 28 title reigns in the ring at one time between those two last night. Yeah. I like that Bray was, like, ever-present on the outside. Um, I like the vintage Randy Orton DDT from the top turnbuckle, not from the middle rope. Um, Still are from Taz. Yeah. <laughs> what I didn't like was Randy tapping immediately. Yeah. Like, just because... It wasn't even locked in yet. No. It was, like, as soon as there was, like, a hint of it being locked in, he was tapping. Like, to me, I didn't like that. Um, and that Cena started celebrating as soon as he tapped. Like how to me he looked so stupid at that point. Like he tapped. There's no bell rung. The guy's a 16-time world champion. He's been around for what 12, 13 years. He should know that you you wait till the bell rings. Um, that bothered me. Um, Cena gets beaten down by Randy and Bray. Takes the sister Abigail, and then Luke runs down. Still, allegedly, Bray has some kind of control over Harper, but he hits him with the discus clothesline anyway, and then manages to escape the RKO, and Cena wins the match with the AA. Um, I did like this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was like a a good way to end the show on a high point. Yeah, it's like an all-out kind of And show. good for SmackDown. Like right, as of right now, and I don't know if there's any advertising out for this yet, but like as of right now, that's your WrestleMania main event. And we just got it on SmackDown. So that's a big deal for SmackDown to have that match. Yeah, and they weeks running now, they've been a better show than Raw mm-hmm. from start to finish. Agreed. Um, that's everybody in the Elimination Chamber match. So, Ayla, I don't know if you want to predict first. Who wins the eliminate in the Elimination Chamber? Well, the obvious choice would be Bray Wyatt, but I made tons of points of how I can't see that. Because of the position he's in, you've done nothing with him for four, three or four years, and now you want to put, put the belt on him leading to your biggest show of the year. That really doesn't make any sense to me because you showed no faith in God before. But with this whole with this whole um, Luke Harper thing coming com, coming uh, coming back with him and Orton going for each other, the elimination chamber, it's kind of, it's, and then with Harper's promo, which I want to get to after this, which I thought was awesome. It was a really good promo. Yeah, so as much as I don't want to see it, I think Bray Wyatt wins. Oh damn! Throwing some, th- throwing some fish hooks in there. <laughs> I think yeah, the shovel retains. I think they put it on for a little title run. I don't think we're gonna see him lose it this early into the title run. So for that for that reason, I think we see the Doctor of Thugonomics <laughs> walking away with a victory here. I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt. Uh, it was my first thought as soon as I started thinking about the idea of Randy Orton winning the Rumble. Um, also, to your point about Bray is not in a position to be in that match at WrestleMania, 
I'm pretty sure we're going to get a universal championship match between two guys I don't want to talk about yet. They will or headline. All. Yeah, they or it all. They will headline the show, so Bray is not technically in a headlining position. <coughs> well, there's eight main well, there's eight main events at WrestleMania. Right? True. Yeah, it'd but be it'll, for it'll the title. Be, it'd be for the title, so it's like a headline. It'll be the second to last main event, not the final main event. It won't be the, the eighth to last main event. Correct. I think it will. I think it. I think that's another reason why they may run with Bray because they're like, well, we don't need this to be the last show of the night, so they don't have to worry about that so much. Um, you mentioned Luke Harper's promo. Thought it was great. I loved the idea of him saying Orton stole my family. The whole thing about they say he said the whole thing about someone has nothing left to lose. What if somebody never had anything to lose in the first place? Seen the snake in the grass for too long. I will make you feel pain and you will be eliminated, you know, come this Sunday. Great promo for him. I hope they let him do it more. Um, were you surprised at all, Joe, how how effective Luke Harper's promo was, or is this what you Yeah, no, I was I was him? very I was very surprised. Uh, it quite, kinda of caught me off guard. I I guess they gave him more time to run with it or um they kinda of gave him notes on what kind of Bray Bray Wyatt usually does, but this was very uh, Bray-ish in his. <laughs> he repeats himself nowadays, but he it was it was very unique when he first when I first started hearing his promos, and I was impressed by this one. I've been saying this for a year. Luke Harper is a better Bray Wyatt than Bray Wyatt. <laughs> okay, I'm never wrong. Yeah, I just scared you with some paper clips. You just scared me. Yeah, you jumped a little. You got a little squeamish. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> I've been saying this for a year. Luke Harper is a better Bray Wyatt than Bray Wyatt because he got his point across clearly. Even when Luke Harper, like, I remember a few a few months ago, Luke Harper said, like, five words. And I was like, that's it. He's be- he-, he should be Bray Wyatt. Luke Harper's awesome. He got the point across perfectly saying how... Orton was the snake, and Orton talked about this when the feud first began in in around September, October. Mm-hmm. That how he's the snake, and he'll attack at any at any at any call at any time. And that's what Luke Harper was alluding to: how he how Orton is acting like this snake, and how you can't be trusted. He took yeah. away your family, and you're and, you're, and, and he's lying. So I love the whole aspect of the problem. It wasn't long either. He got straight directly to the point, and I'm looking forward to this match. And listen, Luke Harper better Bray Wyatt than Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like an oxymoron. <laughs> Well, I thought he was very good. It's. I would like to see him get an opportunity to do this more because he does not get a chance to do it really at all. He's never really stood on his own. No, he's had like points when like certain periods of time when they've let him talk a little bit, and when he has talked, you see that he has the potential to do it. They just. I remember him. T- I think this was on the Jericho podcast. He mentioned that the way he ended up with WWE was. Somebody was like, oh, there, there's this big guy who can work, Yeah, basically. And I feel like that's just how they used him. Oh, he's just a big guy who can work. Yeah. But he can do more than that. And I'd like to see him get the opportunity to actually do it. To develop a little more? Yeah. Uh, we have Randy Orton against Luke Harper at the Elimination Chamber. Um, Joe, any chance Luke Harper beats Randy Orton? <sighs> there's probably a 30% chance, but... I'd say no. Just 30. Just 30. Just going 30. So who wins? You say Orton? I say Orton. See the snake in the grass? <laughs> Keep beating that ant. Yeah. Alo? Orton. Orton, yeah, I'm going. Not, not even yeah. thought, not even second guess. No, just no, quick, Orton. quick Orton. Vintage Orton. Yeah, Vintage. I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think Orton wins. 
I don't think they want to do anything to take any steam off him, being that he's the one who's definitely yeah, heading in into this the... WrestleMania match. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I say Orton. Uh, we have three women's matches on the card. As of right now, all on the main show. Mm-hmm. All of them stories that have they've taken time to build. Uh, the, the first one, I guess we'll go with, is the championship match. Naomi and Alexa Bliss. We actually had a joint contract signing. Naomi and Alexa Bliss and Mickey James and Becky Lynch. Now, Alo, what did you, like, what are your thoughts? Because I didn't really like at first that they did a joint contract signing. I thought, do the contract signing for the, the championship match. Don't do it for the other one. But I felt like it actually worked. It did work. In this actually was probably maybe my favorite segment of the show. Yeah. Um, Why is that? So I liked, I think Mickey James the fact that there were reasons to question why she why would she be working with Alexa Bliss? She obviously told us why last week. This week, she kind of got even more into it. And basically, I you're overlooking me. I'm going to prove that I created the women's revolution. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to destroy you, Becky Lynch. I thought it was a strong promo from Mickey. I liked Becky's uh, promo back. Like, I did respect you until you did this with Alexa. Um, I liked their back and forth. I liked that Alexa immediately jumps into Becky. So good. And it's like, Naomi, <laughs> so I good. forgot you were even <laughs> so here. Good. So then making Naomi such an afterthought, I think, plays perfectly for her. And... Naomi's promo was fine. It wasn't the best of the four promos, but the kick over the table that was good. I thought was awesome. That was good. Uh, which leads to the brawl between the four of them. And then the suicide dive on the two heels. I was like, Naomi didn't even have to have a promo because no. she put herself over just with that. Yeah, and with her wrestling and her, her athletic ability, which they've said many times, she's probably one of the most athletic women they have. Yeah, I legitimately, like was excited when she kicked her over the table. Because, like, one, I don't think I've ever seen that particular spot in a contract signing before. And it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Did you get a little excited? A little, little too excited? I just was happy because I was like... A little round, round excited? Yeah, I, I was happy that they put her in a position to actually look strong. Like, they've, they've made her out to be nobody, and she made herself look like somebody in that segment. Um, and I thought it ended on a good note with the two of them kind of chasing them out of the ring. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I was happy with it. Um, Alo, you said you liked it yeah, as well. Yeah, I liked it. I get like I, I thought it was new. It was creative. We never had a dual contract sign. I, th- I thought it was really interesting. Mickey and Alexa looking good. <laughs> how, to, how, how to get it, get get that out yeah. the way? But Alexa just ignoring Naomi because she didn't see her as a threat as all threat mm-hmm. as a threat at all. I thought was perfect, even though she beat her the last two weeks. But essentially, she doesn't she doesn't think think of anything of Naomi because she's never actually done anything legit. Right. Uh, 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 legit. So. I like Alexa saying the only thing that runs through your veins, Becky, is or- bad orange hair. No, oh, bad orange hair dye. I thought, that was, I thought that was great. It but, was. Yeah, but just throw, just strong shade Naomi. I thought it was great. Mickey James, her promo was good. I just don't like her cadence when she talks. Mm-hmm. I think she talks real slow, but yeah. she got the point across perfectly. I did like her promo. I do like Becky going back. She at had it that too. southern draw. It's just part of the. Yeah, it's like it's pushing like Brie Bella. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Not quite there. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joseph? Yes, sir. Did, did this make you interested in either one of these two matches? Maybe interested in both. 
Uh, again, we've kind of applauded Bliss from the start, and she continues to grow. Um, great might work, uh, excellent heel. The way she just turns on these people makes you makes you more interested in the match. And I mean, since we've kind of seen Mickey James, I know Alo's been talking about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Excited for her to come come up and kind of put some put some juice behind the women's mm-hmm. division. Now we're seeing that kind of play out. So yeah, it was it's exciting for both matches. Yeah, I think this is a good match for Becky, especially that they brought up like Mickey James beat Trish Stratus in a WrestleMania match, right? Yeah, twenty two. This is the way to keep it fresh. You're not seeing the same women's match every every pay per view too. Yeah, and Joey, like you said, Alexa Bliss getting better all the time. That's something I had written in my notes. She's getting she's always getting better on the mic. Still, she looks so comfortable on the microphone now, and she's so she's just become that character. And I think it's great. Looking forward to both of these matches. So, Joey, Naomi or Alexa Bliss in the Women's Championship match? All Bliss, baby. Okay, Alo? Alexa. Yeah, it's going to be Alexa. I would like to see Naomi get a run. I still have a little sliver of a thought that they may have Naomi win so they could say it's, it's uh, African American Black History Month. <laughs> and she needs more work on the mic before she carries the title. I think... I think she's more suited to do it as a heel, but I still think that they could do like, like I said last week, they love to get the, these buzzes on social media, and doing that I think is a way for them to get a buzz on social media, but I'm still predicting Alexa Bliss. And Alo, Mickey James, or Becky? This one I went back and forth with because uh, they have, like, I can't, I, I, I wouldn't, they, if it was just two call, two matches on the car, women's match on the car, I could see both of them splitting, like face wins, one heel win, but this is kind of up in the air. I think, I think Mickey James wins in th- th- wins this match due to heel tactics. Mm-hmm. Joseph, I feel like Becky's due, but for some odd reason, I'm I'm going Mickey. I have a tough one, tough time with this one as well, because I feel like Becky could use the win, but I also feel like it'd be good for Mickey to get the win too. Yeah, because it's, it's her first singles match back. And I think she's lost both tag they lost both tag team matches mm-hmm. since she's been back. So I think Mickey should get the win. I'm going to go with Mickey James based on she's going to cheat to win to try to preserve her legacy. I think this means gonna, more to her. They're going to build it feud-wise in that sense. So Yeah, that, that's what I think is going to happen. So I'm gonna go with Mickey <coughs> she's James. got a lot to prove. She does. Third women's match. Yes. Mickey Bella and Natty. They had to be separated, so they had an interview via satellite because they couldn't have them in the same room again. Oh, oh dear. Um... What did you think of the interview, Alo? Interesting. <laughs> I thought Natty shined way more than Nikki did. Shockingly, yeah. Because <laughs> I, like, I've, I've said numerous times, Nikki's not a babyface. Nikki's like, you know, you know the 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 real beautiful woman, the more glamorous woman. That's like a, a typical heel. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't it doesn't fit her. She's like, Natty, oh my god, no. Natty, no. It's like, <laughs> stop, N- Natty. It's hard to buy it, but you can, but she has points because yeah. the Bells are the more glamorous ones, and they do quote unquote get everything. And I, I love how she just owned her former uncle Brett. Mm-hmm. I just love that. And then they're playing this whole John John's not going to marry you thing. And I love how she ended it. You only know Nikki. If I wasn't married, I <laughs> would be with me. I popped yeah. so hard. I thought that. that was a great line, Joey. Now, my cousin told me he did not he thought this segment was like it came across a little too awkward did you like this interview segment or did you, did I, didn't you think, I, I didn't think much it didn't do much for me it didn't move much in my um 
much of my meter there. It was kind of boring. So is this number three for you out of the three women's matches? For sure. For sure. I kind of tuned out a little bit. <clears throat> Did you at least enjoy Natty theorizing that if she was not married, John Cena would be with her instead of Nikki? I did enjoy that. I mean, I was kind of half listening at this point. I kind of decided to reheat my dinner. <laughs> it wasn't one TV gay, so I just popped it in. I was microwaving and kind of your watching. Hung- your hungry man dinner? Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a hungry, sexy man. <laughs> you are. That's how you got so sexy. Well, I made a deal with Tyson. Feeding that appetite. I made a deal with Tyson. I don't do hungry man. They, specific, they specifically make a sexy man dinner for me. So you're not eating the hungry man. You're no, eating I'm the sexy, sexy I mean the sexy man dinner. Comes with a big applesauce cup instead of a small one. Is that going to be your Super Bowl commercial next year? It could be. It could be. The Tyson sexy man dinner. We had a lot of lot of lot of low players in the game this year as far yeah. as as far as advertisements. I mean there weren't a lot of big names. So. Yeah, that is, I, it is weird. I, I I have a chance. You do. Well, we have a little less than a year to find out. Sexy man. Yeah. <laughs> Some sort of GoFundMe. Yeah, I also like that Natty was just left there, sm- the only one there smiling at the end. Like, but she a whole, was so happy. Yeah, but the whole time she was smiling, she was just like shrugging it off like, okay, Nikki. Yeah. I hate you. Yeah, that she was left there smiling <laughs> at the end like, huh, yeah, I guess I won that. I thought it was great. Um, Joey, Natty, or Nikki? <sighs> Nikki. Halo? Nikki. I say Nikki, there's the rumors that she's going to take some time off after Mania. I think I even heard rumors at one point that she may retire after Mania. Yeah, that was the first report. Um, and then my, Which could or could not happen. Yeah. <laughs> now this my, was my... I can't wait to, the, to actually dig on this one. <laughs> how John may propose at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh. I cannot wait. Oh. Let's hope. Oh. Let's hope not. Um, we'll be there. The shovel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the right. shovel. Yeah, the shovel. Um... I'm going to go with Nikki. This could be like her farewell tour. They're not going to have her lose to Natty. Um, tag Team Turmoil. Yeah. I guess we don't need to talk about what happened on SmackDown. It's just a 12-man tag. Ascension got the surprising pin. Why? I got something to say, I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. Angel came in the room. She was like, did they do this on Raw? <laughs> no. They don't, surprisingly. No, she said, didn't they do this oh, on Raw? didn't they? Did yeah. they do this on Raw? The twelve, they do. You know how they throw all the teams together no, in tag team yeah. matches. Like, did they do this on Raw? Yeah. Th- well, this is a segment meant for Raw. <laughs> um, oh, do you want to just jump into predictions? Because they're really not even a story. Yeah, to talk jump, about jump here. into predictions. Yeah, just, predictions, just please. Halo at first. Um, I'm going with American Alpha, but I said last week how in these tag team turmoil matches for the tag team titles, they always throw a surprise team at the end. The team always thinks they won, they won't retain the titles, and then here comes this last surprise team. So I'm going to go to American Alpha, or the or if there's a surprise team, the surprise team. Joseph? Well, since the hype bros aren't in this, I'm going to go American <laughs> Alpha. I'm going to go American Alpha. You're not going to go with the Ascension? Uh, well, I was thinking about it. They're, they're hot right now. Yeah, they're, yeah. Hot. <laughs> they're riding, riding a wave of momentum. They're really, pu- they're really pushing them hard. Um, I want American Alpha to win. I'm predicting American Alpha to win. The only thing that would make me happy is if Brazongo won. <laughs> that would make me happy. But it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Unfortunately. Um, last match we have on the pay-per-view is Dolph Ziggler in a handicap match against Apollo Crews and Kalisto. So I'll say this. I was watching SmackDown from an hour behind. So I actually saw this match announced before I saw how it was set up on SmackDown. Cruz wins via roll-up, and I'm like, why did they make this a handicap match if 
Cruz can beat him by himself. Why is he going to beat the two of them? But then we see Ziggler hit the cheap shot on Cruz after the match. He gets the chair. Kalisto comes down. He takes out both of them. Daniel Bryan is very upset backstage. And ultimately, Ziggler says, I could beat the two of them by myself if I wanted to. So Bryan makes that match almost as like a punishment. Um, I wanted heel Ziggler for a long time. I didn't want heel Ziggler in this form. Alo, I know you said that you were not happy with the direction they took with this. Joseph, we didn't, I never got your take on it. Are you happy with the heel direction they're taking with Ziggler? Or would you rather see him be the show-off than what he's being right now? I'd rather him be the show-off. I mean, we got the heel Ziggler we were kind of pining for, but it's not kind of... They're not doing... They're still having Mountain Limbo. They're not really doing much with him. Um, we figured the heel push would help him be more prominent and it's done the opposite <laughs> still the same thing and it's made him less prominent yeah it's made him less prominent that isn't a two handicap match yeah halo well the sad thing with this is we don't even know what he is yet <laughs> and then when he was the heels when he was a heel back in the, a few years ago uh, a big part of him being a heel was vicky guerrero and he had mm-hmm. aj lee because those were like his heater yeah and it, and it was they would set him up because dolph didn't really have to do much talking but we don't even know what this new hill ziggler actually is so do you think we've overrated Heel Ziggler in hindsight? No, I think we've underestimated uh, the writers. <laughs> okay. Ability no, to destroy I don't think we over. <laughs> I don't think we overvalue a Heel Dolph Ziggler because the way he was in the ring is what really made him Heel Ziggler. He, they, that, that made him the show because that that's what he was because he was basically showing that he was the best. But a big part of that was that he had Vicky Guerrero and AJ Lee because those two can actually talk. We, Dolph's proven that he can actually talk, but we still don't know what his character is because the only time we've heard him really talk and cut a promo was when he was um, with, with King. And that, they haven't even, even gone back to that yet. But that's the problem with this whole literally, what, 14-day pay-per-view build because that happened before the Royal Rumble and now we have Elimination Chamber. There's not really much build. You can still right. have him talk and he talk much. Um, I do have hope he can make this match at least interesting though. I think technically it'll be a good match because they're all guys who can work. They're all guys who can put on a good match. Because yeah, I was disappointed in that Apollo Crews match because I thought mm-hmm. we'd get that at um, Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So, Alo, one, are you at all looking forward to this handicap match? I'm not. And who do you think is going to win? I'm not. This should be on the pre-show, and Dolph probably win. Joey? I am looking forward to it, but for one reason. I feel there's got to be something that we're missing to have this match booked this way. It. I feel there's got to be something. <laughs> it. It. It will appear to me. Yeah. After this match. you'll Or during this match. Or during. Okay. There's do you something. Have any, do you have something you're, you have in mind, or you just know like right. I have a couple of things I'm thinking, and I don't know if WWE writers are even on my level. Okay. I mean, probably to be, not to come off very heelish. Yeah. <laughs> if they're on my level, I don't think it hang with me. But I feel like there's got to be something. What do you think, or would you rather save it? We'll save it. Okay. We'll save it. You'll reveal next week. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I, there's nothing crazy. I, I, I think they're either gonna play. Dolph Ziggler's zeal heel like angle a little better and kind of have him go off and push him to the next level Mm -hmm. or maybe have him be um, part of some kind of stable of some sort hmm well I would like them to do something he's a a talented guy that they can use that they just haven't well he's the Um, answer 
Oh, God. <laughs> we almost got through an entire Dolph Ziggler segment without it, and I had forgotten about it. Somehow you surprised me with it every week. Well, I've been trying to set it up. <laughs> this whole time I've been waiting to tee it up. Problem is we don't know the question. <laughs> True. Um... I'm going to go with Ziggler. I see no reason for him not to win. There's no reason Apollo Crews should start winning now. So, it's definitely going to be Ziggler. Uh, I assume by some type of heel tactics. Uh, 1 to 10. Joey, how much are you looking forward to uh, Elimination Chamber as a pay-per-view? Slobberknocker. (laughs) (laughs) So you think it's going to be a good show? Wrong show. Uh, <laughs> probably six. Okay. Halo? Um, I'll say eight because we got three women's matches, and I'm, like, really, you know, I'm, like, Alexa Bliss is probably one of my top three favorite wrestlers in the company mm-hmm. right now. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that match, but I'm looking forward to the Mickey Jane becky Lynch match more. And the Elimination Chamber, like, the whole unpredictability fact, like there, there's a predictable thing to do, but then it's like, okay, you could actually do something with AJ. You could do something with Cena, maybe. It's a lot of, it's a lot of intrigue on the show, and I like, I like actually being intrigued. Yeah, to a show. I agree with that. Like the Elimination Chamber, for once, I'm not like clear cut on who I think is going to win it, because there's a lot of different things they could do, and that whole Orton winning the Rumble, kind of, um, I don't want to say kink, but mm-hmm. kind of, I didn't expect him to go that way. It kind of leaves a lot of things open. Yeah, it's funny. Like, Alo, Eric, and myself have all basically said we think Bray Wyatt's going to win. Now, you're saying you think Cena's going to win, but I don't feel certain in my feeling that Bray Wyatt's going to win. Mm-hmm. I I think Cena could retain. I think AJ <laughs> could win the title back. I don't see The Miz winning. I don't see Corbin winning. Um, but I think any one of three guys could win it. The main reason I feel Cena, though, is I still feel, at this point, the way things have fallen into place is we're going to see Cena Undertaker for the title at WrestleMania. Well, I, I'm i going to be disappointed only in the fact that I think they could have done more with his 16th title reign if he loses it at Elimination Chamber. Well, this is... That's not... He's done a couple of his reigns. He's had it for around this time, not that long, maybe two-week time period. I just would have liked to have seen it play out differently for such a monumental title reign. I mean, it's kind of sad to say, though, his title reign is going to be defined, or the length of his title reign is going to be defined by what he has lined up ahead of him for outside projects. Yeah, and then they also said AJ, they also said AJ still gets his one-on-one rematch no matter what. Yeah. So that's another intriguing thing. AJ could actually win this match, or Cena could actually retain, like Joey said. It's, they, they, they said it's, so, it's so intriguing because you can go so many different ways. Yeah, like the popular theory is, oh, Bray Wyatt's yeah. going to win, and it's going to be Bray and Orton. But none of us is really super confident that that is what's yeah, going to Yeah, storyline-wise, story it makes sense because of the whole Orton's and the Wyatt family thing. We thought the blow-off would be at WrestleMania with him and Bray Wyatt. But you could also do Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper. Yeah. It's, it's ways you could go, go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, any more thoughts on SmackDown before we move on to Raw or Elimination Chamber? Mm, I'm good. Joseph, you're good? Golden. So, Monday Night Raw... Show opens with Foley and Steph bringing out Samoa Joe to sign his WWE contract. I thought this was actually the best Foley has been, you know, in weeks. Yeah, he was kind of angry about everything and yeah, he, frustrated. he was reluctant to bring out Samoa Joe. Stephanie's like, I don't understand why, and basically says like, I hope Triple H is happy because I'm not happy with anything that happened here. Joe kind of even called him out. Like, you said you're such a fan or whatever. 
Um, Foley said, I'm not happy because of what you did and who you did it with. Um, I liked his frustration. I oh, liked yeah. how aggravated very, he was. It seemed legit, too. About the whole thing. Um, I like Joe, Samoa Joe's rebuttal, though. Which which one? When he came back at Foley. What did he's he like, say? He's like, listen, I've been on there for 17 years. It took me 17 years to get here. He's like, so I'm willing to step behind any man or do anything for that, that man who got me here. Right. Which is Triple H, obviously. I thought Foley was great. I thought Joe was awesome. Uh, I thought it was a good way to bring him in. Because how often do they do that? Yeah. Open a show with a contract signing for a guy. It's not a title match contract signing. It's just, hey, this guy's on board now. Let's let's sign him up here. Uh, like seeing him suited up. Yeah, that was different. <laughs> um, better than those dad jeans he had last week. Definitely better than that. Tucked in uh, shirt and dad jeans. <laughs> before we get into the, the second part of this, so he also said, well, basically what I did to Seth Rollins last week, I'll do this to the whole locker room. Um, Ayla, were you happy with the way they introduced Joe on Raw? Yeah, I thought it was perfect. I think Stephanie and Mick's performance was perf- was mm-hmm. excellent here because Stephanie's just all smiles because she's been trying to get rid of Seth Rollins yeah. for months. And then he's finally... He's gone for a while. She's just she's just so happy, and she basically he and she Joe basically destroyed Ross. So I thought that was perfect. And Mick Foley being Mick Foley, he's all for talent. So he was just like depressed and all hurt and upset that Joe did that. And who is he? Who he aligned himself with? Because Foley Foley is for the talent. He just feels that you'd have to go about this way, go go about it this way. And he's always he said he's been a big fan with big fan of Joe for the longest time. And then Joe's response was was also great because it's true. Joe was. Ring of Honor. He was in TNA for the longest time. But if you were such a big fan of me, why, why, why wasn't I here? Triple H is the only person that gave me a chance because NXT is Triple H's baby, and that's why he was he is in WWE because of Triple H. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I'll do anything for Triple H because he gave me the chance. If that makes if that includes me being the Destroyer, then I'll do it. Yeah. So I thought that was a perfect. Then I'm the Destroyer. Mm-hmm. And then the big dog comes out to defend his yard. Roman Reigns, uh, to a mix of boos and cheers as always, mostly boos. Um, I thought that uh, Foley had like a lot of really good fire in this part of the segment like when he basically made the match between the two of them um, made the match tonight it's a match we obviously have never seen before any chance that they gave that to us too soon yeah but they were in a bind they, it's, but, it's but so much they could do this, this like I had this for a little bit later in this section, but essentially it's like, where does Joe go now? <laughs> it's not his fault, but essentially he had this match with Reigns already, but what is he going to do now? Like It's sort of like Big Show. Yeah. Came in. Like <laughs> yeah. Paul White came in and he was like already up against Austin. It was like, all right. Uh. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like what now? Because I assumed that he was supposed to face Rollins, and if Rollins beat him, he got Triple H at mm-hmm. Fastlane. That was my assumption, what, what was going to happen. But since Rollins is gone now, and he Reigns is with Strowman, because I was like, okay, are they going to do Reigns versus Joe at Fastlane or what? Because I was I was going to give him a pass because they were such in a bind because of what happened to Rollins. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't going to really hold it against him, but um, Strowman and Reigns is still a thing. But now what are you going to do with Joe? I guess it remains to be seen for those talented writers to, <laughs> to come up with. So, Joseph, did you did you have any feeling like, like they're doing this too fast? Immediately. That was my first thought when I heard his music play and the booze rain down upon the Roman Empire. That was way too fast. Like his second night on Raw and the biggest 
the biggest name on the Raw brand, already that match has been done. Yeah, that that's that's it. That's a pay per view selling match that you're just throwing right out there. I know, like what he was saying, they they were kind of handcuffed with a lot of things, but there's plenty of things they could have um, creatively done for Joe to kind of build him up without throwing this out there right now. Yeah. Now getting to the actual match itself. One, I love the shot of Joe in the locker room because it almost looked like it was like before a UFC fight or something. Like that was like the the sense I got from it. Um, did you at least like the match itself? It was okay. <laughs> I mean, still a lot left to be desired, but it was, it, I enjoyed it. Okay, Alo. Yeah, it was a it's raw. It's a raw match, so you know they, they hold back a little bit because I've been I've been wanting to see this match for a long time, and but. They played it perfectly because they still interacted Strowman in the match. And Joe got a, a, a pinfall victory, essentially, over Roman Reigns still, no matter what. So I think mm-hmm. they, they booked Joe prop. They booked Joe properly. Cole's already butchering his, the name of moves again because he called him. Joe's finished a suplex with him, yeah. but it wasn't. And Strowman, at the end of the match, I thought Strowman was great because the fans were actually just cheering Strowman. Yeah. So basically, essentially, Braun Strowman is, should, is being booked how Roman Reigns should be booked. Yeah. Essentially. Do you think that what has happened with Braun Strowman here over the last few months, do you think that has set an example for WWE that they should be using enhancement matches more than they have? I think they did it a little too much with Strowman to an extent. Yeah, for sure. But the reason I think they did is because, I don't know, I guess they probably figured, like, who are we going to put him against that has a chance against him? And if we put him against somebody that has a chance against him, he either loses or one of our other big names has to lose to him. So I think the way they did it worked out because it gave people time. Because if he was getting put in there with feuds with top guys and beating them, people would have turned on him the way they turned against Roman. Because people already were against him. I think they gave him time for people to see like what was happening with him, what they were developing with him, and then people started to come around on him. Like, good friend of the show, Joe Lafferty, I know at one point said, I'm starting to like Strowman. I think Alo, you've started. Yeah, he's, to he, yeah, he's, he's been you. good because they've been booking him perfectly. Joe, I know you hated him from day one, but have you turned the corner on him at all, or you're still like, ah, he's just Braun? Nah, I'm still on the other side of the street. <laughs> I uh, just Braun. Yeah, <laughs> I've started to turn the corner on him a little bit. I don't know where Eric stands on it, but I, I know a lot of people have been like, okay, I'm starting to see where this is going. Um, I will reserve judgment until I see him in a actual match against an actual superstar and can he make it look interesting well that's fair because we have we really seen that yet well he was in there with Sami Zayn but like I said about that match at Roblox they're not going to they're not going to make him like be an in-ring worker because WWE is not a a workers company mm-hmm. they're a character company so they made Braun Strowman look like the character that he should that he should be so he's not going to go in there and put on a five-star match but will he be going there and be going there and be reasonable yeah Reasonable is all I need. I don't need a five-star match. I mean, I, I do look forward to the five-star matches, but I got to be have Braun Strowman in a match against this guy in this pay-per-view and look forward to that match. Are you, Can he give me that? Are you looking forward to Braun Strowman against Roman to see how that turns out? Not yet. We'll see. So we got, what, two more weeks to get there? When is that? March 5th. Okay, so we got almost a month to get there. All right, so they got time. To yeah, they got, they got time to try and sell me on it. Yeah, but, but he's been good since Survivor Series. Yeah, I've I've preferred what they've been doing to him, with him lately than what he was doing before. And, I mean, um, the enhancement matches at first might have worked, but I think the fear you see from the his peers, I would say, 
kind of built that a little more than these matches that are just throwaway matches. Yeah, I mean, what did he have? It, was it this week he had the match with four jobbers? Yeah, four, yeah. four guys. That he... <laughs> of course, a black guy ran away. <laughs> Don't they always? get killed first, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a smart one. Yeah. That's, the, that's the go-to move, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Joe, I liked that Joe sold the hell out of the drive-by. Like, when he got hit by the drive-by, he just flat-backed straight to the mat on the outside. Um one thing that annoyed me was Roman no-selling the chops to the vest. <laughs> like, well, he was just kind of looking like, yeah, what, what are you doing? That's a padded vest. It's bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. it's, it's, it's there for your protection. But the fact that they don't mention it means it shouldn't be it shouldn't be viewed by us as protective. And in that instance, it was, which bothered me. Uh, if you're getting the chops, sell the chops. Nobody's impervious to the chop. Nobody. Especially Samoa Joe chop. Yeah. Um, but he did look strong. I thought the match was was good for what it was on a on a uh, raw. I did like that Strowman got involved because they keep that going because you could very easily forget that that's actually what Roman's feud is. Um, but I am looking forward to see to see what happens with Joe because I really don't know. Yeah, because like I said, he's already lost already after one week. But it's not it's not the writer's fault. It's just the fact that Rollins got hurt. Yeah, and I don't. In some ways, uncertainty is good. This is not one of those ways where the uncertainty is good. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, yeah, what do you, what could you do with them now? Yeah, because even I, I, when um, I saw Reigns and um, Joe got booked, I was like, maybe Sami Zayn wins the U.S. title tonight. Well, the way I yeah. kind of see him going is they have him be Stephanie's lackey. You mouth off, back talk to Steph. Someone pisses her off. You send Samoa Joe out. Well, we could still get Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe Stephanie doesn't like Sami Zayn either. So that could still be a thing, just just now for a title. He's the destroyer, right? Anything Stephanie needs done, good show. So he's just part of the authority, basically. Essentially. <laughs> uh, the Universal and U.S. title picture. Uh, <laughs> Owens and Jericho come out. So good. Jericho wearing maybe the skinniest jeans I've ever seen him wear. And the skinniest scarf. <laughs> yeah. Puts Tom Brady on the list. Called Tom Brady a stupid idiot. Because he's the uh, guy. To a gigantic pop from the crowd. Crowd loved it. Um, Jericho pining for a best friend versus best friend match. Owen's face every time. That will be the best match. Title versus title would be the biggest draw in WrestleMania history. And while Owens agrees, I'm just not sure I could fight my best friend. (laughs) Goldberg comes out. Excited, aren't you? You just popped at this point. Yeah. And calls out Owens... Jericho accepts the challenge for KO. Well, in an interesting matter, because Jericho stepped up, is like, "Oh, you want to fight? Gonna be me. Yeah. You want to fight? Okay, you can fight, you fight Owens. <laughs> you fight Owens." Jericho obviously not happy. I loved so the good. Okay. Jericho. Jericho kept the whole thing afloat. Yes. Um, he, him saying to Goldberg. You can't just interrupt us when we're out here spitting fire. <laughs> um, I was pissed as soon as Goldberg took the list and wrote his name on it. That was the best thing Goldberg ever did. But Jericho's reaction to yeah, it he, was he, You can't do that. No, the fact that he didn't move his hand. like He literally took it out of his yeah. hand, didn't move his hand, took the pen. To, so he's basically sitting there with his hand out in his hand, his, his hand like he's holding a pen the mm-hmm. whole time and then, and then Goldberg slides it right back in the way he left it yeah 
that Jericho sold it, but that annoyed me. That was um, the best thing Goldberg ever done. My feeling is just like it's 2017. Yeah. Why? I get it. Some people, and I will also clarify something else. I've said on this show many times, I don't judge fans for the way they watch wrestling. Like who you like, that's how it's supposed to be. We're not all supposed to like the same guy. We're not all supposed to like the same style of match or whatever. You like what you like. I like what I like. That's part of what makes it fun is the difference. So I'm not judging anyone for liking Goldberg. I could see where somebody who is was nine years old when Goldberg came around would buy into it. They made way me and Joey as kids bought into Hulk Hogan. A lot of purists now are like, oh, Hogan's trash because he wasn't actually a good in-ring worker. But we grew up on Hulk Hogan. Yeah, we believed in, in Hulk Hogan. Very nostalgic. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior, similar, similar knocks on him. I get why some people like Goldberg. What I don't get is why would you like him? Like, why, why now? Like, not why those people would like him now, but why is he being pushed this way now? Yeah, why would you push him to like a title reign or even title fights at this point? You can use him as a gimmick, as a selling point, but he doesn't have to be involved in these kind of stories. No, like my big, my first feeling was the Undertaker streak. Brock conquered the streak, built Brock up, who hopefully would build the next guy, and now you used it on a guy. Who's not even the last guy? He's like 15, 20 guys ago. You use that on Goldberg. Now you have him continuing to crush Lesnar. Now he's going to beat one of your guys, your universal champion, who's a younger guy who you assume will have for the next 10 years will be a top guy for us. I don't understand what the benefit is or what the payoff is. Now, I could also hear somebody saying, oh, well, like it'll it'll build bring more credibility to the title. But a lot of people who say that, like Vince Russo, or people say, oh, the titles don't matter. So, okay, if the titles don't matter, then why do you have to put it on Goldberg? Let it be on Owens. I don't. There's nothing about this that's good to me. There's nothing about this that I think is going to end up good. It's ultimately going to end up with Lesnar and Goldberg as the main event at WrestleMania. Which they can do without the title. And it doesn't need a title. No, not at all. It shouldn't have a title. Can either one of you explain to me why this is the right thing to do? No. Joseph, you kind of already told me you can't. I can BS you, but... Yeah, but no, there's no real reason. Um, he shouldn't be out there talking. He's not entertaining. He can't talk. That stupid voice. <laughs> spitting in the ring. The stupid faces. I just can't wait till April 3rd when he doesn't have to be there anymore. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for him to just be gone. You yeah. got me, Ron. <laughs> yeah, that date circled on your calendar and like marked with well hearts. Ron may boo. I will definitely <laughs> boo, and you know I'm not a booer. Uh, you know what? I won't boo because WWE likes that. Oh, if you're getting cheered and booed, that means you're there's a reaction. He'll get crickets from me, <laughs> as you like to say, Halo. You actually pull crickets out of your pocket and throw them? I might. You know what? I might. That'd be interesting. I might bring a backpack full of crickets to you're, throw out at Goldberg. You're like one of the seven plagues, just. Tossing crickets. Or that may be my bathroom break. <laughs> the main event. The main event. <laughs> Where are you keeping these crickets? <laughs> yeah, no, the, the main event may be my bathroom break at WrestleMania. Um, uh, the other two guys obviously were great, as always. Yeah, I, I just love Owens burying the Brett, the Brett, at the Goldberg Scepter Challenge. He's like, that'd be a great <coughs> undercard match on Brock the oh, Mania, God, too. That, that was, was so great. great. I like that part. But like you said about Goldberg, we don't need to see this in... Essentially, well, it's a good way to get to Owens versus Jericho. I'll say that. It's a perfect way. But 
if Kevin Owens lasts more than 86 or 89 seconds or, or whatever it was, that make Brock that makes Brock look even worse, essentially, because Owens can't last that long. Because you, like you said, Brock's been built up. He broke the streak. He destroyed everybody essentially for three or four years. And now you have Kevin Owens lasting longer than Brock Lesnar. It's still it's not a lot of time. They'll probably throw Jericho at ringside. Yeah, that's how they're gonna sell it. They're gonna have Jericho interfere and they're gonna have Goldberg eventually. I mean, um, Lesnar probably run in and cost Goldberg the match. But see, but that's the thing. Like we just were, we just reviewed No Way Out Four, where that where that technically happened. But at the same time, we get Brock Lesnar on Raw next week as well. So there is Brock with a challenge. So the, so, but that means if Goldberg wins, Brock gets a title shot essentially. So wouldn't you want a title shot? And and to beat Goldberg at the same time, it, like it, there's a lot of there's a lot of things they could do. It I don't want to see this again, but. This makes if Kevin Owens lasts more than eighty longer than 80, 89 seconds, that's gonna make Brock look even worse. Even though even though Jericho would probably be at ringside, he can still easily take out Jericho because you know Jericho is gonna take a bump for, for mm-hmm. the for the fun of it, essentially. So they just they're about to make Kevin they met, they're about to make Kevin Owens, I mean Brock Lesnar look even bad if this lasts more than eighty nine seconds. That's the booking problem they ran into. Yeah. Also. Um they could have Lesnar cost Goldberg the title, which would at least build up to why... Because Lesnar lost to him in 2004. He lost to him even worse at Survivor Series. He got tossed out like he was nothing in the Royal Rumble by Goldberg. At least if he caused Goldberg the Universal Championship, there's actually a reason for this match now. Yeah. Because as far where I stand, there is no reason for Goldberg to even have a match with him. And like you said... We've seen this story play out in 04. Um, in this scenario, Goldberg cost Lesnar the title. So we could probably see the reverse of it now. Yeah, but but the other thing is, it's, it's also 89 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, cost him the title in fifty in 60 seconds or whatever? Or, or running that early in the match? That's the, that's the problem. Is this going to be a squash or is it actually going to be a match? That's where Jericho that's, comes into play. That's what they're going to use Jericho yeah, but Jer- for. Say you know, Jericho did that. But Jericho. you know Jericho's silly, so he'll t- he'll do something silly and take a, a, a quick bump. Cause it's not that hard to, to, to get rid of Jericho, essentially. That's the booking essentially, problem. Essentially, but essentially, he shouldn't either. Because yeah, this is, like you said, this is basically a story from 2004. But does Brock really want to cause um, Goldberg the title? Yeah, when it, if he has the title, that means I have a chance to win the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is, if Brock interferes, he has to do it within eighty nine seconds, or Brock looks worse. Well, Brock he's gonna Le- run out as soon as the as soon as the match is announced. He's running out <laughs> to interfere. Brock Lesnar, since he's been back, has put like zero importance on the title. He's more or less just showing that he can dominate anyone, and now he wants to dominate Goldberg because Goldberg's his one guy. I just think like. Goldberg's not even a WWF guy. He's a WCW guy. That's one of the reasons why I never cared about him. I was very pro-WWF during the Monday Night Wars, so I looked at Goldberg as the enemy. I thought he sucked in the ring. I thought he didn't bring anything else. He's not bringing anything to the table now. He's just a name. He's not even... To me, I look at it like he's just Goldberg. He's nothing important. So I I just don't see the point of any of it, and I'm going to be pissed off for the next... Two months because of this. Um, oh, I got something else to mm-hmm. say. When backstage, when Jericho, I, so, I mean, Owens got mad at Jericho initially, and then mm-hmm. the backstage segment when Charlie had Jericho. Yeah. The way Jericho just said, 
Kevin. <laughs> like, it was a, it was like, it was a, like it was a teenage soap opera. Yeah. It was perfect. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Like, he, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I do. Kevin. Because <laughs> so long out of argument. Like, uh, we had a U.S. title match. I thought Sami Zayn was going to win the U.S. title last night. Or on Monday, I really did. Obviously, he did not. Um, when does it happen? I don't know, because... I didn't know Owens would be at ringside during this match because of the falling out they had earlier, but they mm-hmm. but they made up before that. So I can see Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn because Stephanie, like you said, like you said what's Joe going to do now? And that's Sami Zayn's basically doing nothing, even though he got screwed out of the title. Maybe yeah. maybe he gets a rematch, but Stephanie doesn't like Sami Zayn either. So maybe get rid of him next. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Um, either one of you excited for the Festival of Friendship? Yes. Joey? For sure. Uh, the, what did he say, it was going to be the biggest extravaganza in WWE <laughs> history? The WrestleMania of friendship? <laughs> so. Me and Eric's will be better. Yeah? Yeah. When is that going to be? Sunday. Sunday, they're, where they're going. So they're going, you're going to preemptively have a festival of friendship. Yes. Because so you guys will have the first one. Yeah, whatever, whatever Jericho and Owens do, we do better. Do you think this will rival the Rock Foley segment? That was my thought. Okay. I don't think so. I think Brock's going inter- to Brock's going to come down because Brock isn't Brock scheduled for next week on Raw. I believe so. I yeah. think he was. I think Brock comes in during this segment to set up Goldberg, presumably winning the U- winning the Universal Title. You mm-hmm. can't interrupt the rest the WrestleMania friendships. <laughs> <laughs> you you would think. Yeah, you, you can. You would think, but I was like, okay, this. I wonder if this is going to top. This is your life. Yeah. I was wondering. I mean, it can't. It can't. I don't think. I don't think it can. Yeah. It may come very close. As much as I love both of those guys, I mean, that's a legendary segment. It was what still the highest rated segment in WWF history, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see that happening, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, and I'm hoping Sami Zayn ends up with the U.S. title at some point soon. We need that wedge to be driven between Owens and Jericho. More leading because I'm assuming they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think they have to do that. Yeah, because this is the way to this is the way to get it, get to it because Jericho's the one who put Owens in this match. So this is this is the perfect way to do it. Owens even said at one point, like I thought about it, and you're right, everything has always worked out since I won this championship. Like you've always had my back, and it's always worked out. Well, this time, it probably won't. It doesn't, and then that means Goldberg has it. Yeah, which it pains me. Yeah, me too. Um... Women's division, Bailey and Nia Jax. Nia absolutely was crushing Bailey. Yeah. Um, Nia did some good crowd work. Yeah. Did you see what she said to that little girl? She said, "Watch her die." <laughs> <laughs> good job, Nia. Kind of yeah, harsh. Like, oh wow, that was that was rough. Not 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 very PG. Dwayne told her that. Yeah, he did. I love the little girl going nuts for Bailey in the first yeah. row. That was awesome. Um, Charlotte comes out to interfere. Uh, Nia ends up hitting her with the Samoan drop, gets the pin. One thing that irks me a little bit about Nia Jax is that she always turns to face the camera on the pinfall. It is, but I I don't... And she smiles. Yeah, there's like a disconnect for me where I'm like, why are you performing? (laughs) Like, just get the pin. You don't... It's not a photo shoot. It's supposed to be an athletic contest. It still bothers me. How about Nia Um, weighing 272? Did they announce? Yeah, they did. They did on Monday Raw. Is that the first time? Yeah, they did. did. Yeah, even on commentary, they would say she's two seventy two. Did they mention her height or no? No, 
Cause JoJo said 272. I was like, that, is that a mistake? But then even Cole and, and um, Graves were saying she was 272. Hmm. And I was like, home, like my God, gorilla. <laughs> I don't think she's that big. Probably not. Her, I, her build weight. Yeah, I would. I would say she's probably like maybe close to 200, a little over 200 pounds. And it depends how tall she is. Yeah. If she's like 5'10", I could see her being like. She is a monster though. She's not like most girls. Yeah, she's, she's pretty, but I don't think she's 272. I was, I'll probably say she's like maybe 210. And how, how much was uh, Shaniqua supposed to weigh? Don't talk about Shaniqua. <laughs> how much was she supposed to weigh? Don't, don't talk about Shaniqua. I don't know if they announced her weight, but well, I we talked they, about, they we talked about her, announce her at all. We mm-hmm. talked about her earlier. We did. No, <laughs> no way out. 2004 available tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Sasha and Charlotte had a segment in the locker room, very brief, but I actually liked it. I loved Charlotte saying, "I thought Roadblock End of the Line was just the name of a pay per view, not." You know, your career. That was great. Um, and saying, you know, like a couple months ago, people thought we were equals. And, like, now you're sitting in here. You know, Bailey just took a beating on your behalf. What? I didn't feel like we got any closer to a Sasha heel turn, though. Uh, she didn't even say anything. No. I think she's just frustrated. That's why. But And that, and that was at least a silent, silent heel leads to heel turns as well because she's just kind of frustrated because she she couldn't beat Nia Jax two weeks in a row and now she's she's still quote unquote hurt and Charlotte's just rubbing it in now and now Bailey has a shot on Raw next week on Monday night. Yeah, does Sasha get another match with Nia at Fastlane? Do you think or do they? See, that's that's like three weeks away. I'm not sure. Joey, do you see Sasha being on the next pay-per-view for Raw, or no? Yeah, I, I see. I think they have her come, come involved in some Will kind of role. Should be on role. the pre-show or the main card? Right now, it's looking pre-show. <laughs> I mean, they're not really doing much. No, they're not. And the SmackDown women's division is running laps around the Raw women's division. Are they ever? Yeah. Is there anything either one of you is especially interested in going on in the Raw women's division? No. Other than Charlotte being great. No, everything's no. all muddled. No. And they're actually building storylines, secondary matches that are intriguing. It's an actual division. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Everybody, everybody's doing something. You even have a fun story with Carmella. Yeah, and she was on. She, she was on the show, but she was on WWE.com mm-hmm. with James Elwood. I thought it was amazing because she took her jacket off. He was drooling over it. <laughs> I thought that was great. Raw needs Paige. Just saying. I saw something today that Paige is considering an MMA career. I did see that, oh, too. Geez. After her contract's up. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Mm-mm. But I guess Alberto... Look to CM maybe. Punk. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need to do that. Um, and also, The Rock, his production company's making a movie about a documentary that was based on her family. Which, I'm, I don't know what it's called. I have no idea, but it should be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Um, tag division on Raw. Oh. There is one? Believe it or not. Uh, title I, rematch I choose for, not. Yeah, for Sheamus and Cesaro against the club, Gallows and Anderson. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro win via DQ because Enzo and Cass got involved. Where Where is that going? Triple threat. Next. <laughs> New day against the Shining Stars? Go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather go back to the first thing. Yeah, the tag division has really plummeted recently. Um... The New Day. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah, we all They've kind of dropped cream. off. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I felt like they didn't need the titles anymore, but yeah. now they're just, they're almost. It seems like they like do. Yeah. That's raw for you. But the thing, what, they weren't on Raw last week, were they? 
I don't think so. I don't, no. It was refreshing because New Day is like what New Day. Literally, everybody loves New Day, but New Day is one of those acts that they just throw out there and have talk. And one of the things was like, okay, we need something good here because it, it's like that Bray Wyatt syndrome. How I say he he goes out there, the Bray Wyatt Seth Rollins syndrome. When you have to go out there mandatory and talk for fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah. And that's what New Day. That's what New Day was basically on roll when they were taking the chambers. Like, okay, we love New Day, but this is this is ridiculous. We've seen this before. It's too long, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, cruiserweights. We had the Raw debut of Akira Tozawa uh, versus Drew Gulak. I almost thought Tozawa broke Gulak's jaw when he <laughs> dove through the ropes. He went head first into his chin. Um, I love that snap German suplex. Yes. Uh, we talked on throwback the difference between Angle and Lesnar's uh, night, German suplexes, and, and this one is even different from those two. Like it's just so fast. The bridge, um, the crowd actually started to get behind the screams by yeah. the end of the match. Um, then Kendrick comes out and shakes his hand for some reason. Is that something that happened on Two Hundred Five Live? Yeah, he's I yeah he's deemed as the veteran, the okay. Saudi veteran. Oh, okay, so he's the Alicia Fox. Yes. Now that Alicia Fox is off, is she off 205 Live now or no? I don't know. If not, she should. She still he, she still gets referenced by um, Noam Dar. Okay, well yeah, his girlfriend, Alicia Fox. Um, That's an impressive Noam Dar impersonation. <laughs> For a second, I had to turn my head. I was like, is Noam? <laughs> Can I get a Todd Crisley out of you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe next week. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to do that. Was that his Todd Grizzly? <laughs> you gotta remind you. Yeah, remind me. Remind me to work on it during yeah. the week. Work on it. Yeah. Uh, do you have to put on a, like a blonde wig and everything to get maybe, the character? I don't know. I do have a blonde wig still from Halloween when I was Joey Gladstone. And an excellent Joey Gladstone. I still have a blonde Cut wig from when I was out. Johnny Lawrence from the Karate Kid two years ago. So I could do a blonde wig. You could. Um, and help role playing. Yeah. Uh, we had an Austin Aries interview with Neville. Austin Aries. I still want my apology, but you're, <laughs> you've won me over. I have to admit. He got me so good. He's like, oh, here comes Tony Nese's abs. <laughs> that was great. Um, I love that he's calling himself a journalist. <laughs> we have the fatal five-way for the number one contendership for uh, the Cruiserweight Championship. TJ Perkins, Tony Nese, Cedric, Jack Gallagher, and Noam Dar, uh, which led to a brawl. I loved Neville faking the suicide dive. Like, everybody was waiting for him to do it onto the pile, and he started it, and was like, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> great. Just to get to the fans. Did that happen on 205 Live? Did the Fatal Five way? Yeah. Tony Nese wasn't in it because he got hurt. Oh, really? Yeah. Legit he, hurt? Yeah, because they took him out the match, but um, mm-hmm. Jack Gallagher won. So that would be fun, Gallagher versus Neville. Complete yeah, that would be great. I'm looking very much forward to that. We had a six-man tag where the baby faces won. Um... Wasn't anything that needed to really be seen. Last thing I've written on here is Strowman with the four-on-one handicap match. Um, that was basically the equivalent to the Bowling Green massacre. I don't know if any of you have heard of this on the news, but he's pissed at Foley for the lack of competition. He's booked in a match with Roman Reigns at Fastlane. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is where that was all playing out to. Because I mean, every week we see, or every other week we see Strowman come out, squash some guys, Foley. <laughs> I want competition. You call this competition Foley? Yeah, well, now he's got it. Is this he's the way it's playing out? This is going to Roman Reigns? His biggest test so far. Where do you guys think, and either one of you can take this first, who's more likely to win this match? 
Roman or Strowman? Strowman. Alo. <sighs> See, a win like this would help Strowman because it won't take away nothing from Reigns. So we already know Reigns is Vince's guy. I would. Th- ah. I would think Reigns wins. Honestly. You do think Reigns? Wins? Yeah, because I think the demeanor of Braun Strowman, a loss wouldn't really take anything from him. I would see. I'm leaning more towards Strowman getting a win. Well, it may not be a clean win. Could even I could even be a no finish. Um, they may not want. They may want to protect both of these guys. Um, but I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, anything else? Anybody wants to add from Raw? Did better. They did do better. It was actually, I felt like, kind of on par with SmackDown this week. Eh, still a little behind uh, SmackDown. Uh, not that much credit, Ron. Yeah. Well, the the three hours is always going to be a drag, but I thought what they, they did things a lot better. Than SmackDown actually has a women's division. Well, I thought that women's segment on SmackDown was better than most of Raw. Well, that's true. <laughs> but th- that was a great segment. Like I said, my favorite segment of the show, my favorite segment of the week. Uh, do we have any listener questions to get to? Yes, we do. We got a question from Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd, no relation. He asks, they had a clip of Rob Van Dam talking in the Elimination Chamber promo. Do you think he can go into the Hall of Fame this year? I think he could, but I think we have already Rick Rude. We have uh, Kurt Angle. I think if they did... RVD this year, he's automatically overshadowed by Kurt Angle. Yeah. And I think RVD deserves to be kind of like the crown jewel of a Hall of Fame class. So I think he could go in, but I think they're going to save him for another year where he gets to kind of be the top guy. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think so. If he, I, cause I think he may actually come back for another, maybe another run. Kind I know there's rumors of him in talks with him about about possibly doing, but do possibly doing another run. And I don't think they would have him be a headliner. I think popularity-wise, will overshadow some people, but I don't think WWE will have him in as like the biggest name as the headline. The fans, I think he, I think he deserves it. And you're, you're right. The fans will make yeah, him. Yeah, the fans will overshadow what, who that whoever the headliner is. But our, everybody loves RVD. You can't hate RVD. Do you have a guy in mind to have to have be overshadowed by RVD? That will be overshadowed. Like, can you can you see picture someone who does get overshadowed by RVD at the Hall of Fame ceremony? Like, who's the type of guy that they throw in there thinking he's going to be the biggest draw? And it's actually RVD. Paul Levesque. <laughs> uh, would you be pissed? No. If RVD stole Paul's thunder? No, I wouldn't, because Triple H is so beloved in WWE, so he wouldn't overshadow. Uh, like a, 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 Honestly, another person a person I think he could possibly overshadow, you, you might argue with me about this, is Daniel Bryan. Because they might, they might have maybe equal popularity. Yeah, I, I find it hard to think anybody would overshadow Daniel Bryan, especially at this point. Um, yeah, that'd be a tough one. Though they'd, they'd both be over pretty yeah. huge. Um, anything else? Yeah, he also asked, do we think that Bailey will win the title on Raw since Charlotte only loses the title on Raw? I'm not <clears throat> going out on a limb and predicting Bailey to win, only because I feel like she hasn't been put in a position where I feel like she can or should. I don't know if that's just me that thinks that, but I feel like they haven't built her to where I feel like she should be beating her. But if she does, it will be on Raw. Well, remember, this is Raw we're talking about. It is. <laughs> Raw. Um, I want to be sh- I think Bailey is going to win because well, you notice Charlotte, when, when Charlotte has lost a title, you could tell she bloviates way too much. Mm-hmm. And she was even rubbing it in Sasha's face. 
like yeah. in, in that promo on Raw or on Raw Monday night. Well, said, she has a celebration plan. Yeah, yeah. Because like, <laughs> like going back to that when she just she had a celebration, but when he said they have a celebration, but you know that means they're gonna lose mm-hmm. essentially. So I think that due to her bloviating about Sasha Banks, and that's basically like a four woman feud right there on Raw, but those for the four main, the only four women on the show, yeah, the four, women. the four women on the show. So. I think Bailey may win the title, and then we make it that Shasha Shahil turn when she when she maybe congrat, congrat, comes out and congratulates her. I'm ready for it. If by some miracle Goldberg wins the title, sorry, Ron. <laughs> Dude, I love how much sympathy everyone has for me over there. <laughs> we feel bad for you. We we all feel your pain. If by um, do you think Brock would take the title off him, and we get Brock versus Joe in the summer? I do think if Lesnar wins the universal title, as unfortunate as that as that as unfortunate as that would be, I believe it is destined for Lesnar to win it from Goldberg at WrestleMania. And I would love a Lesnar Samoa Joe feud. Because that's somebody you could buy as a match for Lesnar. Um, and that'd be awesome for Joe to get to be in that feud. Yeah. Like I would think he would love to be in there with Brock. Yeah, I would love to see it, but I want I want the wrestler Brock Lesnar. I don't want the lazy. I'm here for a paycheck, Brock Lesnar. I want the real Brock Lesnar, like in that Royal Rumble Triple Threat. I, um, the WrestleMania 31 Brock. I want that Brock Lesnar. I don't want this whole lazy part timer who makes a million dollars a minute. I don't want that. Yeah, I agree with you. I I do want to say one other thing, a little bit unrelated. It's about Samoa Joe. Obviously, AJ Styles. We kind of can all agree was the best thing in WWE last year. Yeah. And then Chris Jericho, the most entertaining thing about WWE last year. Me coming around on Samoa Joe and realizing, wow, like I never watched this guy in TNA. I knew who he was, but I didn't watch him. Didn't watch him in Ring of Honor. Me getting to watch this guy and gradually realize this guy is incredible was one of my favorite things of 2017. I am a huge Samoa Joe fan. I'm so glad he's on the main roster. I thought that they did really allow him to shine on Monday night, and I hope that they continue to allow him to. Yeah, I hope they actually have some for him because I didn't mind him being on Raw because, you know, everybody wants everybody to go on SmackDown, but I, I know he'll, he'll be fine on Raw because he can actually do everything. So the things he asked him to do, he won't mess up. Right. He'll be fine out, he'll be fine out there by himself. Mm-hmm. Was that everything for tonight? Yeah, that's it for tonight. Anything you want to throw out there before we go? No way out to the other four review will be will be up soon. We have something special for you guys planned for the rest for for March's throwback madness. Tell your friends to get with our friends. We'll be friends. We do this every Wednesday night. Five stars, five star, five star, five star, five star views on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. And follow us on Twitter, Matt Madness Pod, Instagram, Matt Madness Podcast, and Facebook, Matt Madness. And just in case anyone missed it, maybe they're driving, maybe they're on the train. How many star reviews are we looking for? Five star, five star, five star, five star, five star. Five star reviews, okay. Thank you. If, if you do that, thank you. For anyone who already has given us a five star review, thank you. Uh, for Mr. Sexy Punakana, uh, who had to step out, see Kane Joe Rodermill. Then now and gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, the voice that runs the place, uh, the European champion from Zurich, Switzerland, Alo Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Talking all the day, talking all the day. Hop on the top rope, by the land with his elbow. 
Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again, fans mocking man. Man, I hate my balls. Shut the Vince McMahon, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.